So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today's Thursday, October 20th. And uh, there, there's a lot going on because yesterday stocks broke a two-day win streak because of worries about interest rates and earnings. And we had a bunch of companies uh, reporting earnings today and yesterday also. So how are the markets reacting to these earnings? So we will talk about what's happening right now and we'll show you how we are trading these crazy markets. And if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodgson. We are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we are showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and uh, we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. So, geez, these markets, never a dull moment, right, Mark? Uh, you could say that again, Marcus. <laughs> I mean, uh, we snapped a... Uh, well, yesterday we were down two days straight in the, well, oh gosh, what the heck am I saying? We snapped a two day uh, win streak yesterday. So we were down and then today we opened up lower and then we rallied really for no reason. All right. I mean, let's just take a look at the overnight action. So looking at the E-mini Nasdaq here and uh, yesterday after the close at first, we saw a dramatic drop and then pretty much not going anywhere and uh, in the open. I mean, as markets were down and then uh, we were playing this uh, this funny game of uh, taking shots whenever Nasdaq moves positive, taking a sip of beer whenever it goes negative. And I mean, this was for quite a while going on. Nasdaq is positive, Nasdaq is negative. Nasdaq is positive, Nasdaq is negative. And then suddenly up, up and away. But, but I mean, let's, let's go one step at a time. Let's talk about what happened yesterday after the bell. Yeah, so earnings continue to be in the spotlight this week. We talked about it being a light news week. Now, today we did have some pre-market uh, news and reports, but earnings, earnings, earnings in the spotlight. And uh, yeah, Tesla. Tesla was the big one yesterday. So everybody was waiting for it. What will Tesla say? Because, I mean, they're a $700 billion company. And uh, well, <laughs> let's first talk about the results. And then uh, what Elon Musk said. Yeah, slightly better profit than ex uh, expected, but they did cut their full year growth forecast, adjusting to vehicle shipping patterns, they said. Um, so this wasn't what traders or investors wanted to hear, and they, they did make a move lower. Right. So uh, let's take a look at uh, Tesla. So overnight dropping. I mean, we were down like 8% right now on the Nasdaq rally that we see bouncing back a little bit, but still down 4%. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, revenue was behind expectations. But this is where Elon Musk had also quite a few words. Uh, so first of all, he was talking about the Twitter takeover. And he said, I'm excited. And he better be because the courts are forcing him to buy Twitter, I think, by October 28th. <laughs> so he better get excited about this. Um, he also said that uh, he's putting the pedal to the metal and uh, that uh, rain or shine, whether there will be a recession or not, that uh, they are just keep producing and they're not scaling back on production. And uh, <laughs> so it's really, really, I, I think this was the, uh, the most interesting one because he said optimistically, I'm of the opinion that we can far exceed Apple's current market cap, uh, which is the most valuable company in the US, 
In fact, I see a potential uh, path for Tesla to be worth more than Apple and Saudi Aramco combined. And I mean, these are the uh, two most valuable companies in the world. I think combined 2.3 or 2.6 billion dollars or something like this. So, trillion. Huh? Trillion, 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 trillion dollars. Yeah. So very ambitious here. Hey, good for him. I, I mean, it's, it's great to have goals. It, it does seem a little ambitious. And uh, as he said, it doesn't mean it will happen or that it will be easy. But hey, I, I'm all for, uh, you know, shooting for the moon. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, at first, uh, investors didn't like the news. But right now, Tesla is also rallying here. And I mean, overall, if he if you look at earnings, we, we had quite a few earnings reporting and all of them are, are, are super solid. So AT&T reporting earnings. And I mean, AT&T now up eight and a half percent for AT&T. Yeah. That's a big move. That is huge. I mean, better than expected uh, profit and revenue for the quarter. Um, best quarterly improvement in a decade. Just, uh, you know, everybody was worried about earnings season and we could see a shift because next week's going to be super busy for earnings. Uh, but at least for now, there's some solid numbers coming out. Yeah. Also, IBM, my former employer, also doing good here. I mean, a move of almost 4% for IBM. That's a big move. Yeah. Beat on revenue, beat on earnings, uh, raising its full year outlook. And that's, that's the biggie right there. Right. And then, uh, I mean, just... Uh, a few others. Uh, we had Dow also reporting earnings up almost 4% and big move for these kind of companies. They're Dow companies in the Dow Jones. They usually don't move that dramatically as NASDAQ companies. So therefore, uh, yeah, these are big moves, basically. Yeah, American Airlines also doing better. Yeah, American Airlines. I mean, I, this were, we, we kind of knew that. Actually, they're look at this, doing better, but they're moving lower. Because uh, over the past few days, uh, we had Delta Airlines reporting earnings first. So they did well. They're still trying to move higher here. Uh, then yesterday, we had United Airlines reporting earnings. So American Airlines definitely a little bit lacking here. We also had an earnings report from a company that we have uh, shares of. Oh, LBS. yeah. Well, we'll look at our positions in just a moment. Let's, let's do this. But I, I also saw this morning that overall, um, I mean, we don't have that many companies that are reporting earnings, but uh, out of the 64 companies that have reported as of yesterday, 69.4% have beaten expectations. I think that's pretty good, considering that uh, we have this, this high, high, high interest. And we got to talk, and then we talk about our positions, but we got to talk about the 10-year bonds. I, I mean, this is just crazy, the 10-year yield. 10-year yield hitting multi-year highs uh, going back to 2008. And even today with the markets up, 10-year uh, yields are higher. They are still moving higher. And this just shows that everybody is expecting the Fed will uh, keep raising rates. And uh, I mean, the next meeting is, well, not around the corner, but getting closer. So we have another 13 days. And right now, markets are factoring in pretty much a 100% probability at 97.1 of a three quarters of a percentage interest rate hike. Which would be at what the fourth uh, 75 basis point hike in a row. That's yeah. Huge. And if you look at the probabilities right now, market participants are expecting a fifth hike uh, coming up in December. 
So uh, we, we see that this target is keeping to shift. I mean, look at this. Right now, the, the target interest rate now over 5%. I mean, at first we thought it would be around uh, 4%, then it was shifted where the Fed said by the end of the year it will be at 4.4, or that's what they are targeting, and 4.6 as the terminal rate. That was what happened during the last meeting. But right now, people are thinking that they are overshooting this. It, it seems so. Well, we shall see. Okay, let's talk about our positions and let's actually talk about LVS reporting earnings. And uh, I, I mean, a little bit all over the map, but right now, really good day thus far, up uh, almost 7%, 6.8%. Pretty impressive. It didn't start this way, Marcus. So LVS reported a bigger loss for the third quarter. Uh, revenue beat analyst expectations. Uh, they say that they're still being impacted by China's COVID policies. And so that's really having an impact on their numbers. Uh, I mean, we talked about it with our mastermind group. We really saw it as a non-event unless there was something that was just absolutely missing from the the story and, and public picture of what's going on there um, that was reported. And, and that wasn't the case. And uh, I think we're up about 1% pre-market. We started the day uh, really just opening higher and then just out of the gate taking off and an impressive day for LVS. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, we, we need a few more days like this, but then uh, we'll be able to sell calls again, as we have done recently, uh, our break even at 4170. And I mean, you sold the 42, 42.50, I sold the 43. And uh, I mean, our cost basis is at 46.86, but I mean, we're getting back up there. So hopefully yeah. next week we can sell some more calls and collect some more premium. Would love the opportunity to do so. Talking about selling calls and collecting premium. Got to talk about Google. So Google, um, we have slightly different positions. You got assigned at uh, 105. 10350 10350 10350 anyhow and uh, i got assigned at 108 and this were this morning i mean you already sold the 104 calls let's talk about those first before we talk about my position here yeah so i sold the 104 calls at the beginning of the week collected some nice premium on that one um it was able to bring the break a little bit and uh I, with the, the pullback, it looked like those uh, 104 calls would expire worthless or I'd be in a position to buy them back at 90%. However, with today's rally, we were presented with a rolling opportunity. So uh, when we roll, we're buying back the short calls. We're selling next week's expiration. Uh, it is important to note that Google does have earnings next week. So whenever there's earnings and uncertainty, uh, there's going to be higher premium in those calls. And uh, I decided to to roll them today, give it a shot to uh, go for that roll, collect some nice premium. So I collected an additional buck ninety on those one hundred four calls for next week. Yeah, so I mean that's great. That uh, gives you what a forty. Uh, actually, no, Google is trading. Uh, Where's Google trading right now? At one hundred two or something like this. One hundred seventy four. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, this gives you a 75% ROI, or I think it was 72% uh, when we looked at yeah. it. So, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's another, uh, yeah, I said buck 90 that goes towards your break even. Now, I have the 100, oh, 108, and uh, that's where I was looking at maybe selling some calls. And uh, what was possible a little bit earlier, let's just see where we are right now. 
But for the 108 calls earlier today, I could have gotten $1.30. And uh, $1.30 uh, would have given me 48%. And I said, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out a little bit. Uh, because this is where, uh, let's let just take a look at a five-minute chart of Google. So Google at that point was just skyrocketing higher. And if you, if you look at the NASDAQ, uh, this is where I believe that today could be one of these days where we're going back towards the uh, 10,900, towards the highs that we saw a couple of days ago. So it could be a 3% day. And that's where I said, okay, I don't want to sell calls on the initial push. I'll see if we can get another push. So for me, right now, I want to shoot for $1.67. Boom. 2000 bucks. Exactly. That's why $1.67, because it would give me $2,000 in premium. And that's what I'm looking for. With that, I would be very happy. And uh, okay, well, we'll see what happens here. So you're filled. You made the roll for $1.90. I'm not filled yet. Uh, we'll definitely keep you posted and let you know what's happening here tomorrow. I think you're going to get it, Marcus. And you know, this is where I do think Google has a little more upside. Um, with our style of trading, it is rules-based. We do have a plan and we're following these rules, but there is a little element of discretion. And our goal, what we'd like is for our discretion and experience to generate greater profits by you know, making some decisions uh, based on market conditions. And while we're, we're in Grand Cayman, uh, my rules, my plan said that there were opportunities to sell calls that would generate that 30%. And I was a little more aggressive, using some discretion, expecting a little bit of a more uh, of a move with uh, Google that didn't take place. And uh, so that for me is why I really decided to roll the 190, 100% according to my plan. The ROI was great, brings my break even down, and it makes up a little bit for some of the premium I missed in Grand Cayman. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, talking about experience and educated guesses. Uh, so in the beginning of the week, I said that by the end of the week, I see the S&P at 3,800 or above. You did, you did. And uh, this was, was it at the beginning of the week or at the end? I think about it, it started at the end of, I think Friday, Marcus. Might be, might be. Either, so Either way, at the time I was saying, Marcus, how optimistic and ambitious you are. I, I appreciate that. I can respect that. But the 3,800 level did seem a little out of reach. Uh, maybe it still is, but definitely getting up there. I mean, if you see that today the S&P is up 30 points, we need to climb another 70 points by tomorrow going into the close. Maybe, let's see, because we don't have anything else on the economic calendar right now. If you go back there, uh, we, we see that there's not a whole lot going on. So today we had the unemployment claims that came in better than expected, which is not good because right now good news is bad news. But then we also had the Philly uh, Fed manufacturing index, uh, which came in worse than expected, which is kind of good news and nothing, absolutely nothing on the economic calendar tomorrow. And with companies reporting solid earnings, it seems that the markets are as optimistic as I am right now. So uh, we, we, we shall see, we shall see. And I also stand by my prediction that by the end of the year, we will uh, we will be at 4,200 or above, December 31st. And that's where and we this, have a bet going on. Yep, this was one of our Grand Cayman uh, box of ribeye bets. So 
I bet against you, although I would be more than welcome and, and definitely happy to send you a box of steaks if by the end of the year we're at 4200 because I will easily be able to pay for those steaks with some really nice gains in open positions I have. So I welcome the move to 4200 <laughs> But for me, it was a no-brainer just based on probabilities. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, looking at Google, we are trading uh, close to session highs here. Need another push. Uh, we talked about LVS. LVS is just right now up, up and away, which is great on better than expected earnings. NVIDIA also trading at session highs. So this were in NVIDIA. I have a position and I have been able uh, to bring down my cost basis. Uh, let me just bring it up here. Um, there we go, NVDA, oops, I have it here, sorry. On the wheel scanner, let me bring this up and bring up NVDA, there we go. So originally I got assigned at 195, but then last week I bought some more shares uh, of NVIDIA at 120, which is uh, one of the rescue missions that I like to fly. I've been able to bring down my cost basis already to 160. Uh, I am still trying to pick up a few more shares at 120. Right now we are at 126. So this would bring my cost basis down to the 140s. But I'm okay here because my break even right now is uh, 147.72. So uh, we're getting closer. I mean, still underwater on this position, but not as bad as it used to be. Right now, I do believe that probably not in October, but in November, I'll be able to unwind this whole position here. Yeah, I, I think that was a nice call. And, uh, you know, with the way that it's moving, that's within uh, a decent shot here. Yeah, and we will see if it moves lower again, then I will buy some more shares at the 120 level. Again, uh, flying a rescue mission here, trying to bring it down to the 140s. And if we see right now the break even then, would probably be go down uh, go down to 130 or even lower, uh, which would be fantastic, right? Because uh, this way I will be able to quickly sell calls here and then uh, hopefully, as I said, unwind this whole position. And uh, then we also still have uh, TPR and TPR also today having a good day up almost 4%, but still hanging out here in the 30 to 32 range. So we need to break out of there. I'm assigned at 37. Yeah, you'll get up there. Yeah, I, I, I think I will. And we've been talking about these rescue missions here. And they, these rescue missions are not for everybody. But if you would like to learn more about these rescue missions, uh, I'll, put, I'll put a link to a video right here. So click on this. This way you get an idea of what it is, why I'm doing it. And then after watching the video, you can decide whether this is something that you might incorporate into your trading plan or not. Take a look at this, and then we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody.